But today I'm going to be your trainer because that's also my profession, actually. I'm a trainer on public speaking and productivity and leadership. It's my, I do this professionally in English and in my native language, Turkish, of course. And today we talked about, when we were discussing about which topic to deliver, we thought it would be a good idea to speak about active listening. So before, and this will take around 15 minutes, but before I get into the topic, I would like to ask you, who understands, who feels that they understand what active listening means? Can you please raise your hand if you think you have an idea about what active listening actually is? All right, so before I speak, I'm going to show you a video, okay? And I want to make sure that the video, you can hear and hear, see it well. So I'm going to share my screen and make sure there are no technical hiccups, but I see, okay. Yunus Emre, I see your face on the camera. So if please do like this when I play the video, if you can hear it, okay? I will also put on subtitles. So it should be okay, but I just want to make sure. So one, two, three, I'm starting this one and a half minute video and it's a good leeway to our topic on active listening. It's just, there's all this pressure, you know? And sometimes it feels like it's right up on me <clears throat> and I can just feel it, like literally feel it in my head and it's relentless. And I don't know if it's gonna stop. I mean, that's the thing that scares me the most is that I don't know if it's ever gonna stop. Yeah. Well, you do have a nail in your head. It is not about the nail. Are you sure? Because I mean, I'll bet if we got that out of there. Stop you. trying to fix it. No, I'm not trying to fix it. I'm just pointing out that maybe the nail is causing. You always do this. You always try to fix things when what I really need is for you to just listen. See, I don't think that is what you need. I think what you need is to get the nail. See, you're out. not even listening now. Okay, fine. I will listen. Fine. It's just sometimes it's like there's this achy. I don't know what it is. And I'm not sleeping very well at all. And all my sweaters are snagged. I mean, all of them. Yeah, that sounds really hard. It is. Thank you. Ow! Oh, come on. Ow. If you would just don't try to see things my way. So I guess you get the idea. <laughs> This also, <laughs> active listening also works a lot in romantic relationships, obviously. But this is a very nice video that I watched a few years ago when we were speaking about like being in the moment, mindfulness, and being an active listener. Yeah. So I would like to ask a few of you before I continue, what is active listening for you? Nayef, what's active listening for you? <laughs> really hearing and understanding the uh, person speaking without thinking about what you're going to respond to them and probably repeating it at them, making sure that you have a good conclusion of what they mean. Perfect. Gülden, can I butter you? I'm scared. <laughs> What's this active listening for you? <laughs> well, for me, active listening is, first of all, not stopping the other person. So when they want to talk, just let them talk. But with the body language or with like nodding and looking into the eyes, giving that person the feeling that he's or his or she's been listened to and also with positive feedback yes i agree with you and things like that so that is my understanding of active listening not interfering and helping with the body language 
Yeah, when you were saying, I was, I, I really had the urge to interrupt you and say, wait, <laughs> but I was afraid to die. So <laughs> I didn't make that joke. <laughs> but yes, without interrupting the other person. So there is a lot to it, which we're going to speak in a second. Right. For me, active listening, not only in one-on-one -on -one relationships, also like in every part of life, is one of the most important skills of a speaker. Normally, because my job is to be a speaker, I do speak a lot when I work. So I can speak for half an hour, one hour, two hour, like Seda and Yunus and some of other joined the training of mine a couple of days ago. And I spoke one and a half hours nonstop. And that is very tiring. So I'll just give some ex an example from myself as a shy kid and now as an adult who it's an adult who can actually speak and keep up people's interest. I am I do speak a lot at my job, but in time I have realized, and I did this mistake in the past, that now I realize that because in my social life, when people meet me, they are usually surprised because they expect me to keep on talking, but generally I'm the listening part. And they're like, oh, you're not, you're not so outspoken. And I'm like, yes, because I prefer to listen more than I speak. And also because of my job, I do speak a lot. So I'm not super enthusiastic to speak all the time outside my job. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a rather introverted person as well unless I want to be otherwise. And really in my romantic relationships, in my professional life, in every aspect of life, being a good listener, being an active listener helped me a lot personally and professionally because I feel that it is a skill that is not, well, it is objectively not a skill that, are, that is taught in schools. And unless you go and make an extra effort to learn more about it, it's not something that's given to you. And especially in our cultures, because in Turkish and Mediterranean cultures, we also have the habit of interrupting each other, which in some cultures seem as a point of showing interest because you want to tell your opinion. But especially on the Western culture, it is rather disrespectful. And when my time when I moved to Europe when I was 21, when I lived in Belgium, that was a very interesting experience for me to see how especially Western and Northern Europeans are amazing listeners. I remember when, because normally when you start to say something, you generally breathe in, right? You're like, and then you say something. And when I was doing that, they understood that I was going to start the sentence and they stopped and they start listening to me. <laughs> and in Turkey, that doesn't happen. It's just like people on top of each other. I prefer the Western European version, but again, it depends on the culture, I guess. But I just want to point out, this is one of the most important skills of a person, leader, professional. Everybody can speak, everybody loves to talk, but not everybody likes to listen. And this will put you a level ahead because there are a lot of people who love to speak. You're, you're not any more special if you speak a lot. I think speaking minimal amount of words and listening to the person helps a lot because people generally tell you what they want, but usually we don't understand it because we don't listen. We are too busy trying to come up with solutions ourselves, which we're going to speak in a minute. So first of all, I would like you to think what is not active listening? Nayef gave a good example. So maybe some of you, one or two of you can tell me something more. Fatosh, what is not active listening? What you don't consider as active listening? Do you have anything you would like to share with us? <laughs> uh, actually, sometimes I'm also doing, uh, I'm also thinking that I'm not doing the active listening where I should do. Uh, just um, without waiting, <laughs> uh the other person to finish everything just start commenting commenting or uh you know this yeah. this is not an active listening i think yeah it is, it is uh, i think yeah <laughs> 
But again, by the way, whatever you guys say, you're not going to be judged here. It's a safe space, so please don't feel shy from if I mean you don't we are we're, none of us are perfect active listeners so there's no problem for you not to be as well but yeah as Fatosh said active listening is not for example as Nayef said it's not giving advice and solutions unless you're asked to so I learned that this is a very important aspect of what active listening is not and it is not showing sympathy it's not like oh poor you that's not really active listening there's a difference between sympathy and empathy but that's a different training topic and it's not like, and Turkish people do that a lot, saying it happened to me too, or it happened to my uncle too, it happened to my <laughs> aunt too, like Cemil Masset, the Turkish people will understand, Kainum Dadavar. <laughs> it's not that, you don't have to compare the other person's pain with yours and diminish it because everybody has their own pain and it's big for them, right? So we can show a lot of examples what is not active listening, but I would like to now ask you, what is active listening? And most of you, some of you have already answered this question, but Suha wants to say something. Suha, what is- I just want to, I want to add an example about that. Uh, except for the small talks, I think taking no, uh, active listening includes taking note because when you want to ask question or say something about the, the speaker, you have to look at your notes and ask a great question, I think. Yep, writing down, writing stuff down, and not entirely depending on your memory, especially in a speech or in a conference, is always good. And yes, this is a part of active listening, but active listening is basically paying 100% attention to the person that you're speaking to, regardless that's a one-to-one -one conversation or a training like I'm doing right now. It is hard to keep your focus all the time, but it's a muscle that requires practice. But especially in one-on-one -on -one situations, a lot of people make these three mistakes. One, they interrupt you, and yes, that is, that's considered as the rudest uh, of it. Secondly, they don't listen to you and they make it obvious. For example, they check their phone, they look at somewhere else, their eyes, you see that their soul is not there even though they're physically there. And third, they're thinking about their replies while listening to you, which at the end, they're not actually listening to you. Because when you think about what you're going to reply to what this person, other person is saying, you're not really listening. You're basically thinking about your reply, right? So active listening is being, first of all, making this person feel that I'm 100% with you. And obviously eye contact and mimics are an important part of it. Saying every now and then confirming mm -hmm, and mimicking depending on the emotion, depending on the situation and just showing some empathy. And obviously not looking at your phone, not interrupting this person. And again, in our cultures, this happens a lot, not commenting unless you're asked to comment especially not judging, which happens a lot in close relationships, right? And not using what this person said to you against them later. Because if people are being vulnerable to you or opening up to you, because it's because they trust you, it's very easy to, to break that trust. And again, not judging is a big, big part of it. So sometimes people just expect you to listen and they don't want you to come up with solutions. They don't come up, come. You don't need to be the superhero. You don't need to be the judge. You don't need to be the executioner. Sometimes you just, most of the time, you just need to listen. I learned to only give my opinion when I'm asked to do so now. In the past, I gave my opinion and it never helped <laughs> because I thought I was doing the right thing, but it wasn't. That's not how people work. And everybody has their rights or wrong. It's generally subjective as well. Now I just listen and sometimes when somebody tells me something even though i disagree i listen and sometimes they think i agree and then they tell me what do you think about this i say i completely disagree they're like 
but you didn't say anything. <laughs> like, yes, because you didn't ask me to. I'm just listening. <laughs> so it is, it is something that we are culturally adjusting to as well, I guess, relatively new. Right. And again, in one of the first times that I heard about active listening, this concept was in Toastmasters, actually. Uh, one of our older members, Aydan, he gave a speech about this. And he said, as we already mentioned, when somebody speaks to you, if, you, if this goes in your mind, for example, me and Naif speaks and Naif speaks and I'm like, ah, I hope he finishes soon so I can tell what I want to say because I'm more important. This is not active listening. So when you think about your answer, that is not active listening. So what we recommend, what I recommend is to listen to this person 100%. And then if you feel the need to repeating what this person said, like recapping, for example, Naif says, I think we, sh we should do this, 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 and this when it comes to our board activities. And I'm like, Naif, so you mean we should do this, 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 and this, right? Yes, because sometimes what we understand and what the other person says is different. Communication is, is not linear. It's very complicated. So recapping is always good. And after we get the confirmation, then we say what we want to say. So you can, after the sentence, you can take a few seconds to think about your answer then. So not in this period where the other person speaks, but when it ends, in this little period, you can think of your answer and then you can speak because probably it's not a competition. It's not who the fastest speaker wins. It's not like that. But obviously you need to have a good conversation partner in front of you. Like if the other person is a terrible listener and just goes on and on and on, then I guess it's a matter of deciding if you want to keep on talking to that person or not, because it's not one-sided, it's two-sided, right? So not thinking about your answer, not interrupting, commenting, or judging. And at the end, clar clarifying what you understood always helps. For example, your romantic partner says, uh, what you did yesterday really hurt my feelings because of this assist. And then you can say, so you feel that what I said yesterday made you feel like this, right? Okay, and I'm sorry, I'm going to pay more attention. Instead of saying, but you know why I did this? Because blah, 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 that generally doesn't work. Not in a professional context, not in a personal context as well. And at the end, we're going to do a question and answer round, but how to practice this? So it is clear, I guess, like what is active listening and what is not active listening. And on paper, probably on theory, we all want to be perfect active listeners. But again, it's an important skill. And, but how to do it, how to gain this muscle? And I have one more story. Uh, I, I have a friend, his name is Mehmet Auf. Maybe you know him. He was playing in this series called Çocuklar Duymasın. He's also a public speaker. So we met in that circle. And he's a speaker as well, but he's also a good listener because we had a few conversations and I saw him like when I was talking, I see in his eyes that he's actually listening to me. And then I was feeling bad because I kept on rambling because I wanted to tell him things. So also an active listener, being with an active listener helps you become a better listener because you basically take an example from that person. So the first thing, how you can be a better listener is to surround yourself with better listeners, which I guess Toastmasters is a good place for. And Mehmet Auf has a story where he met with a rich business person for a possible training opportunity or something. I don't remember exactly the context, but he told me that the conversation continued like 40, 50 minutes. And 99% of the time, the boss was speaking. <laughs> it was like, oh, we want to do this, blah, 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 blah. I'm this, my son, blah, 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 the team I support, whatever, like all random stuff. 
And Mehmetov was basically saying, oh, yes, no, I agree. Blah, blah, blah. And at the end, the guy said, <laughs> apparently, this was an amazing conversation <laughs> to Mehmetov. And Mehmetov was thinking this was not a conversation. This was a monologue. I was just listening to you. So people love to be listened. And it's much more effective than speaking. And how to actively listening? One, again, to surround yourself with people that could pose a good example on you. And platforms like this really help. Because in such platforms, there are people with higher states of minds, higher frequencies, and it really helps you. Reading about it, obviously, there are a lot of good communication books, which a lot of them include active listening. You can try to find some books on active listening. Obviously, watching and listening about it, if you type active listening on YouTube, you'll find a lot of good videos. If you type active listening on Spotify, you'll find a lot of good podcasts. So just working those neurons all the time and then practicing in real, real life will help. Attending trainings when you can, like such as these, maybe some other uh, trainings. I, I remember attending one mindfulness training by a guy called Erhan, I forget his name now. And there he spoke, he dedicated some time to active listening and he actually made us do an exercise where one person was speaking for two minutes and then you basically repeated what that other person said without commenting on it. And this was a difficult exercise because we love to comment and, our, and put our own interpretations. So such trainings always help. And again, for me, even a speech by Aydan five years ago is still on my mind. And maybe it was one of the first steps of me being able to speak about active listening. And also doing mindfulness exercises helps, such as meditating, praying, anything that keeps you in the moment, because... One of the reasons that people don't listen actively is because they're not in the moment at all. They're either thinking about the past, they're thinking about the future, worrying about something. So it's hard to be an active listener when you're not at the moment. Active listening requires you to be 100% present without your mind wandering off. And another thing I do, because again, none of us does this perfectly. When I have a conversation, if my mind drifts off, if I miss once a sentence from the person, I stop and I apologize to them. I say, for example, uh, Fatosha, I'm sorry, I did not listen to your last sentence because I was thinking about something else. Can you repeat it, please? So instead of pretending that I listened to that person, I honestly acknowledge that I didn't do it. And it helps me be a better listener next time as well. So I'm also being honest with myself and with the other person. And that's generally very well appreciated. And with all this, practicing it. Again, for example, the example that I just give is practicing it. When you sit down and talk to a person, trying to be more mindful about it and Try to build this muscle of active listening. See what you're missing, what you can do better, and what you're doing good. The things you do well, acknowledge it and appreciate it within yourself. Congratulate yourself. The thing you, you feel that you're missing, try to work on it and find a way to work on it. But it's all about intention. It all starts with awareness, intention, learning, and practicing. So as long as you do that, you will be a great listener. And this will help you be a much better speaker, a person, and as a professional as well. There is a lot more that we can talk about this topic, but in a 15-minute time frame, these were the things that I could compile for you, and I hope you enjoyed it. Now, if there are any questions that we can take or anything that you guys want to say, because I know a lot of you are also experienced, we can dedicate the next five minutes. So if you have something to say, please try to keep it short so we give the word to anybody. So if you have any questions or any comment statements, you can ask or say it now. Does anybody want to add or say anything on this regard of active listening, guys? All right. Okay. If there's no one, uh, Seda, Seda, yes.
<laughs> Actually, I want to add something. I don't remember the name of book, but uh, I read about active listening. And one of the recommendations is uh, when someone uh, speaking with you, uh, you should speak on your mind at the same time, not uh, to not thinking anything about uh, your reply like that. Actually, uh, I tried it, but I think it was such a uh, tough to uh, say same thing simultaneously in my mind. All right. Do I you mean, know about this? Actually, I didn't hear I that per se part particularly, but it sounds like not a bad idea. So it helps you basically to repeat what the other person says and keeps your mind busy enough so you don't think about other things. So mm -hmm. yeah, also try to do what works best for you. It does not have to be a one size fits all approach as well. So find mm -hmm. your own style, find your own, and you can adapt your active listening abilities. Again, where the regard depending on where you are, because in some places you might have to be a bit more dominant, maybe in the speech, because otherwise the other person won't stop. So you can just stop the other person. So it depends on the culture. Okay. Naif, do you have something to say? I saw you were turning on your microphone for a second. No, I was just gonna say that we are listening. We're actively listening. Nobody wants to talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I also had another video. This is. Do you know the TV show, the animation Family Guy? Who knows Family Guy? Yeah. There's a funny video of a 20 second part episode from the where the wife Lois she speaks about her day. She complains, and Peter, the guy, is an amazing active listener. It is funny. It's not educational. I'm just sharing with you for uh, humor purposes. But I found it funny, so I want to share it. So you guys see it, right? Right. Abby, Elaine, and Janet have their little lunch click, and of course, I'm not invited. Seems like you are doing everything, and they're doing nothing. Well, I don't know, but what I do know is that in the staff meeting, uh -huh. Christina said my uh -huh. inventory system wasn't feasible. She's obviously when the threatened by sales you. manager came back in it's the room, ridiculous, she told and I them the idea as if it was hers. You can't let and them get to you. Acts like they're jealous of what you have. It's nothing to trust. do with you and everything and I have to do never with them. Seen it eat Only you can prevent forest fires. <laughs> So obviously, there's an exaggerated and comedic version of actor listening, but... <laughs> He's <laughs> my role model. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a very basic, uh, like, superficial interpretation of, like, men and women dynamics, but obviously it's... Stewie, uh, do you think Mort might have accidentally <laughs> stumbled into the time machine? It's the other yeah, I suppose it's possible. <laughs> All right. But what I like and which, what's actually valid in real life is he reinforces what the wife says. So he basically, well, you know, partner, instead of trying to show the other persons being right or saying maybe they have a point, which doesn't work in relationship, just acknowledging. And also he repeats what she says. For example, she says in the work, we had an argument with this person. And then he said, ah, you had this argument with this person. So repeating what the other person tells you is also a good practice of active listening, just repeating after them. Because sometimes people don't ask for you for solutions, but when you repeat what they say, they can think of solutions themselves. So that's, and I read about this on the book, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. He mentions that just instead of trying to- call it mirroring as well. Yeah, mirror. mirroring. Because that's how our mirror neurons work as well. So people like it when you mirror what they say and also what they do. This is not active listening, but for example, they say if the person does like this, at some point, suddenly you can also do like this and people would like you more because you're mirroring them. So that, that's again, another topic. All right. Any other questions or comments before we 
finalize this part. All right, I hope you enjoyed it. Speaking about active listening is always fun for me and because it is an important topic that is not too much spoken. And as good public speakers, I think we have to pay attention to this because a lot of public speakers or speakers try to be good speakers by speaking effectively, which is important, but they're missing the other part, listening effectively. So that is a very, very important part, guys. All right, now I recommend that we take a short break just to take a breath. And then we're going to move to our second part with the table topics and the general evaluation. So now it is 18 past. We're going to start exactly in 10 minutes. Okay, guys? <laughs>